I'm Janice Ellis with Ellis Farms in Senton, Texas, and you're listening to the latest news in Texas agriculture on Texas Ag Today. Welcome to Texas Ag Today, a daily look at the latest news in Texas agriculture. Texas Ag Today is produced by the Texas Farm Bureau Radio Network with the largest farm news team in the Lone Star State. Now here's the host of Texas Ag Today, Carrie Martin. Hello, Texas. Thanks so much for taking time to join us for another edition of Texas Ag Today. All you've got to do is jump on in with me and buckle up. We're going to take a ride around the Lone Star State as we cover the most important industry in this greatest state in the nation, Texas agriculture. In the news today, an Oklahoma congressman is pushing back on the recent regulation requiring a prescription for all animal antibiotics. We'll have more on that coming up to kick off today's show. My name is Kerry Martin. I'm your host along with the largest and most experienced farm news team in the Lone Star State. And we're all standing by to bring you the latest news in Texas agriculture. From the piney woods of East Texas to the rocky ranges of the Trans-Pecos, and from the Panhandle down to the Rio Grande Valley. There are a lot of people in need following the tornado that hit Perryton last week, and the ag community has been doing its part to help out. I'm James Hunt, and we'll talk about that on Texas Ag Today. Protecting yourself in the summer extreme heat. What you can do to avoid heat exhaustion in the Texas summer. I'm Tom Nicoletti, and I'll have some medical advice straight ahead on Texas Ag Today. New right-to-farm protections passed by the recent regular session of the Texas legislature stand to benefit Texas agriculture. I'm Gary Joyner, and I'll have details on Texas Ag Today. We'll have those stories, plus Texas wildlife news, and a complete look at the markets all coming up. As of about a week ago, all classes of animal antibiotics now require a prescription. But there is some pushback against these new requirements. Oklahoma Congressman Josh Burkeen has filed the Stop Government Overreach in Ranching Act. This is ridiculous. It's overreach. The voice of the people is not heard because your member of Congress didn't do this. And for just someone as part of the regulatory community to decide that you have to go get a script to give LA 300 or penicillin, this is going to lead to somebody find themselves when a vet clinic's closed and they can't get access because they didn't load up on meds, having the inability to, in a timely fashion, especially those that, you know, know it's, you know, with baby calves, you need to do it timely. And uh, tomorrow may be too late. So it's just foolishness. It's overregulation. And we're filing a bill to stop it. Brookine is teaming up with Missouri Congressman Eric Burleson to promote the bill. The U.S. House Ways and Means Committee issued a strong rebuke to President Biden's go-it-alone approach to a first-round trade deal with Taiwan, passing a bipartisan bill to intervene in the effort. The committee advanced 42 to nothing, a joint House-Senate resolution to approve the U.S.-Taiwan 21st Century Trade First Agreement. But Ways and Means senior Democrat Lloyd Doggett of Texas stressed the measure's strong warning to President Biden, whose trade ambassador signed the deal with Taiwan on June 1st. 
No enforceable trade agreement can be entered with Taiwan or any trading partner in the world without the approval of this Congress acting through this committee. Only Congress, through legislation, can ensure that the Taiwan Initiative on 21st Century Trade is a durable legal framework and a starting point for our further negotiations. The joint resolution blocks any further agreement with Taiwan unless Congress approves it. Taiwan bought nearly $4.5 billion worth of U.S. farm goods last year, led by soybeans, beef, wheat, poultry, and corn. As cattle prices continue to set new records, USDA is increasing its steer price forecast for 2023 and 24. World Agricultural Outlook Board Chairman Mark Jekinowski. We've raised our steer price this month by $5.25 per hundredweight for 2023, now forecasted $171.73 per hundredweight. We expect that demand strength to continue at the same time that supplies are tightening up next year. So for next year, we raise our price forecast even further. This month, we raised at $7.75 per hundredweight to a current estimate of $180 per hundredweight, and that would be up $8.28 year over year. Jekinowski says tight cattle supplies and strong beef demand continue to support prices. There are a lot of people in need following the devastating tornado that hit the northeast panhandle town of Perryton last week. James Hunt tells us the agriculture community is stepping up to help. There's still a long way to go in the recovery effort following the devastating tornado that struck the city of Perryton last Thursday, but Ockeltree County Extension agent Scott Strawn says he is amazed at how quickly help arrived, including from area ag producers and from extension agents in neighboring counties. Immediately, a lot of the producers were calling me, and we opened up the expo building where my office is located, and it's a county building, but it's a large building where we have our county livestock show. And has a large uh, open barn, concrete floor, and we were able to get that open. And one of the commissioners was able to get a generator wired in directly to the building. And so we had power that a lot of producers and families in town, out of town, they were immediately bringing in you know, emergency type supplies that they knew people might need in the next few days. So, you know, water, food was starting to show up right away. And we were able to start kind of collecting that at that building and feeding the first responders and anybody else that wanted to come through. Going forward, Strawn says Perryton's mayor is emphasizing the need for monetary donations. And there's a list of cash donations. They can call my office or they can call the mayor's office in Perryton and they'll give you a list. And he assured that if you use this list, these donations are going to get straight to the victims. As for the impact on agriculture, the tornado really didn't cause any additional damage to crops already suffering from recent heavy rains and hailstorms, but... I know one of the corporate swine farms had some buildings where the roofs were lifted off, but from what I understand, there were no hogs lost. Once again, that was Ockeltree County Extension Agent Scott Strawn. I'm James Hunt on the Texas Farm Bureau Radio Network. The heat is on all across Texas, with triple-digit temperatures bearing down on our state. Tom Nicoletti has some advice on dealing with this high heat. Farmers, ranchers, and all other people spending a lot of time outdoors this summer 
need to keep a few things in mind when they're in the hot to very hot temperatures, sunny skies above uh, for many hours of the day and in high humidity. To talk more about this, uh, Dr. James Sharp, a Waco physician, is in our studio here today. And uh, Dr. Sharp, let's start with the fact that uh, people out on the farms and ranches and elsewhere need to have clothing protection when out in the heat and the hot sun. That's right. And it's going to have two benefits. One is the exposure to the sun's rays themselves and the risk of skin cancer, skin damage. So having wide-brimmed hats, long-sleeved, loose clothing, sunscreen, all these things help prevent the sun damage and skin cancer. But also the long-sleeved, loose clothing, the wide-brimmed hats help keep some of that solar heat off of your body, allow you to tolerate the mid-portion of your summer day. Anything that might lead to dehydration is going to make you much less tolerant of the heat, whether that is an upset stomach, so you try to skip breakfast and just go out into the sun regardless. That's a disadvantage. You want to be able to drink plenty of water. You want some food, some calories for the body to burn. Our bodies are really very good at at adapting, climatizing to the hot weather, but it takes a few weeks Farmers and ranchers are such a tough breed that work year-round. They don't really have to worry about acclimatizing, really, because they're going to be doing the same work largely uh, day in and day out. The thing that can surprise a person is if there's been a medication change can make you much more susceptible to a heat-related illness, such as heat exhaustion. That is Waco physician Dr. James Sharp. I'm Tom Nicoletti at the Texas Farm Bureau Radio Network. New right to farm protections passed by the Texas legislature will benefit all of Texas agriculture. Gary Joyner has more. The Texas legislature approved several important right to farm measures during its regular session. Texas farmers and ranchers are better for it. House Bill 1750 by Representative Dwayne Burns and Senator Charles Perry prohibits cities from imposing governmental requirements on all agricultural operations within city limits, no matter when the land was annexed by the city. Cities may only impose restrictions on an ag operation if the city can prove with clear and convincing evidence that it is necessary to protect the public from imminent danger. The new law is effective September 1st. House Joint Resolution 126 by Representative Burns and Senator Perry is a proposed constitutional amendment on the November ballot. The amendment would place the right to farm and ranch in the Texas Constitution. The resolution states the people have the right to engage in generally accepted farm, ranch, timber production, or wildlife management practices in Texas. House Bill 2308 by Representative Trent Ashby and Senator Perry is effective September 1st. The new provisions in the Texas Agricultural Code strengthen the current protections in law to prevent nuisance lawsuits against agricultural operations. House Bill 2271 by Representative Kyle Cassell and Senator Lois Kolkhorst revises the Texas Agricultural Code to include aquaculture as an agricultural operation. Aquaculture operations are due the same benefits, rights, and protections as all other agricultural operations. The bill is on the governor's desk. As Texas becomes more urban, these right-to-farm protections become critical for Texas agriculture. I'm Gary Joyner for Texas Ag Today. Texas hunters now have the opportunity to enter to win one of 10 premium hunting experiences. I'm Jessica Domel, and I'll have details coming up on Texas Ag Today. And heart issues can cause a decrease in the performance level of a horse. 
Veterinarian Dr. Bob Judd has more on that coming up next, right here on Texas Ag Today. Why do you listen? I listen to radio to stay up on news, weather, current events around the local community. It keeps me up to date with everything going on in the world. kind of just takes my mind off of the drive, getting some relevant information that's in time. It's always nice to know what's going on. Okay, what can I do? Well, I'll listen to the what's coming up and you can plan your day. Why do you listen? Go to whyilisten.com, tell us why you listen, and you have a chance to win $500. Visit whyilisten.com today. We're keeping you informed on everything happening in Texas agriculture on Texas Ag Today. Heart issues can cause a decrease in the performance level of a horse. Dr. Bob Judd takes a closer look. Atrial fibrillation is the most common heart problem decreasing performance. The researchers indicated in veterinary education that the irregular heart rhythm prevents the atria from filling completely with blood and decreases cardiac output during exercise which decreases performance. Atrial fibrillation mostly occurs in large breed horses secondary to atrial dilation caused by underlying heart disease. The fibrillation will sometimes stop after exercise and can also be caused by electrolyte abnormalities in endurance horses. Auscultation of the heart indicates an irregular, irregular rhythm, and there may be a heart murmur and increased heart rate. Diagnosis is made with an electrocardiogram or ECG, either at rest or while exercising, as some horses only display the problem when exercising. Another electrical problem of the heart is ventricular premature complexes, and these may or may not be serious as it could lead to collapse or sudden death. Third-degree AV block can also occur and can lead to exercise intolerance due to a very slow heart rate. Diagnosis of all these conditions is by an ECG. Horses can also develop heart murmurs, and if the heart is able to compensate for the decreased effectiveness of the heart as a pump, there are generally no symptoms. However, some of the murmurs can be significant and cause poor performance, and a cardiac ultrasound is required to make the diagnosis. If your horse is not performing well, the heart could be the issue, so contact your equine vet as an ECG and cardiac ultrasound can determine if there is a problem. I'm veterinarian Dr. Bob Judd. This is the Texas Farm Bureau Radio Network. Texas hunters can enter to win one of 10 premium hunting experiences. Jessica Domel tells how in today's Wildlife Report. Texas hunters now have the opportunity to enter to win one of several unique and exciting hunting opportunities. The Texas Parks and Wildlife Department is now accepting entries for its annual Big Time Texas Hunts. This year's hunts include the Texas Grand Slam. TPWD said it is truly the hunting package of a lifetime. The winner of the drawing will have the opportunity to go on four separate big game hunts, desert bighorn sheep, white-tailed deer, pronghorn, and desert mule deer. There's also the ultimate mule deer hunt. That's a three to five day panhandle hunt for mature mule deer bucks. You can also enter the drawing for a premium buck hunt in West Texas. There's also the whitetail bonanza, a gator hunt, and wild hog adventure. And bird hunters may enjoy this drawing. It's for a trio of bird hunts for waterfowl, dove, and Rio Grande turkey. There's also an exotic safari hunt where the winner will have the opportunity to hunt Gemsbok and scimitar horned oryx. 
The Powderhorn Cast and Blast offers the winner the opportunity to hunt and fish on an epic 15,000-acre sportsman's paradise on Matagorda Bay. All hunts include a guide service, food and lodging, and on-site transportation. You can enter the big-time Texas Hunts drawings online. Cost is $9 per entry. There is a $5 administrative fee that is assessed per transaction, but you can buy multiple entries in the same transaction. You can also purchase entries at hunting license retailers by mail and by phone. Details are available on the Parks and Wildlife website. Proceeds from the sale of big-time Texas hunts support wildlife conservation, habitat management, and public hunting. The deadline to enter is October 15th. Again, you can buy your chance to win on the TPWD website. Simply search Big Time Texas Hunts. For the Texas Farm Bureau Radio Network, I'm Jessica Domel. We saw a big pullback at the cattle market Tuesday, but cotton and grains closed mixed. We'll look at all of the livestock, cotton, grain, energy, and financial markets coming up next. Keep it right here on Texas Ag Today. Why do you listen? Anytime I'm talking to a friend about new music and I don't know what it is, it's probably because they were listening to radio and I wasn't. I'm nosy. I like to know what's going on, and radio usually is right there telling me what and when is going on and where it's going on. Oh, listen in the barn, skid loader, tractor, and just about anywhere you can. When you put the lights on in the barn, the radio went on. Why do you listen? Go to whyilisten.com, tell us why you listen, and you have a chance to win $500. Visit whyilisten.com today. We're giving you the market information you need on Texas Ag Today. The cattle complex continued its pullback on Tuesday with lower prices for both live and feeder cattle. June live cattle dropped a dollar twenty-two, one seventy-seven twelve. The August down two hundred two at one sixty-nine seventy. October down a dollar ninety, one seventy-three forty-five. Bigger drop on the feeder market, August feeder cattle down 277, 23215, September down 255 at 23562, October feeders down 252 at 23777. Cash fed cattle market still quiet this week. We do have a bid in Kansas at 178, but no response from the feedlots on that bid. We probably won't see any cash cattle trade develop until Thursday or Friday of this week. Boxed beef prices lower Tuesday. Choice down a dollar thirty-one at three thirty-eight eighty-three. Select down a dollar eighty-three, three hundred eight ninety-three. Now let's check those auction barns. We're walking the pens with Larry Marble. Doug Bass sells cattle at Cattleman's Columbus on Wednesday. Doug, how did this last week's sale go? We ended up right at 800 head of cattle. Lower yielding thinner cows, they are 65 to 78. Medium flesh cows, 85 to 92. Better high yielding cows, being 93 to $1.05. On your bulls, lower yielding bulls, 92 to 105. Better high yielding bulls, bring 108 to 126. Prepared cattle bring anywhere from 1,400 to 2,000. Red cows, kind of medium type red cows, bring 900 to 1,350. Two to three weight steers, 230 to $3.00. Heifers 220 to 275. Bring full weight steers 225 to 302. Heifers 210 to 272. 45 weight steers 210 to 280. 
heifers two dollars to two seventy, five to six weight steers two sixty to forty nine, heifers one ninety to two forty two, six to seven weight steers one eighty five to two thirty, heifers one eighty to two oh two, seven to eight weight steers one seventy four to two twenty two, heifers one seventy to one ninety two, and your eight hundred to a thousand pound steers and bull yearners bring one fifty five to two dollars. Heifers bring one forty to one eighty six. Do you know of anything for this next go round? Yes, sir. We're we're gonna have a really good set of cows. Actually, two different sets of cows. We're gonna sell for some people uh, there on the twenty first. Uh, one man, uh, they're just dissolving a partnership, and there's about one hundred eighty good crossbred cow cows. Uh, the you know half three quarter blood Brahmin cows that are young to old. Uh, and then we've got another set of Brahmin cows coming with their third calves. There'll be forty two of them. I'm pretty sure. I think it was a load. Uh, really good Brahmin cows. Yeah. So if anybody's looking for some, any replacements, we'll make sure have have some there Wednesday. Tell us how to get a hold of you for Cattlemen's Columbus. Sale every Wednesday, Doug Bat. Yes, sir. You can call us at the office, 979-732-2622. Call me on my cell, 979-877-4454. Look us up on Facebook or cattlemanscolumbuslivestock.com. Neighbor, that's Doug Bass here on the Texas Farm Bureau Radio Network, my program, Walking the Pins. Thanks for listening. See you back again tomorrow as a part of Texas Ag Today. Back over to the futures market now, where lean hogs took a big jump higher on Tuesday. July hogs jumped three dollars to close at ninety-five eighty-five. August up two fifty-two ninety-three twenty. Class three milk was slightly higher. June milk up a penny fourteen ninety-five a hundredweight. July milk up two at fifteen thirty-three a hundred. The cotton market was mixed, with old crop lower, new crop higher. Traders continue to watch the West Texas weather. The forecast right now calling for possibly up to two inches of rain for West Texas and the Panhandle over the next few days. The longer range outlook calls for above normal temperatures and near normal rainfall. The July cotton contract finishing 80 points lower at 80.66. The October up 69 at 82.74, while December cotton was up 60 points, 80.70 cents. The corn market settling down a bit after the big run-up we've seen in prices. Of course, it seems this corn market is quite overbought. However, the Midwest drought concerns continue to keep a floor under prices. July corn up three and a half, six forty-three and three quarters. September corn down a penny, five ninety-three a bushel, with December corn unchanged, five ninety-seven and a half. Wheat complex mix with hard wheat lower, soft wheat higher. July Kansas City wheat down six cents, eight thirty-six a bushel. July Chicago wheat up seven and three quarters, six ninety-five and three quarters. In the energy markets, July natural gas was down twelve cents, two fifty. July West Texas crude down eighty-four at seventy ninety-four a barrel. The financial markets lower on Tuesday afternoon. The Dow down 183 points, 34,115. The Nasdaq down 26 at 13,662. The S&P down 16 at 4,393. That wraps up our look at the markets, and that wraps up this edition of Texas Ag Today. I'm Kerry Martin. Hope to see you back here next time as we cover the most important industry in this greatest state in the U.S. of A., Texas Agriculture. Thanks for listening to Texas Ag Today. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. For more Texas Ag news and information, check out our website at texasfarmbureau.org or tfbradio.com. Texas Ag Today is a production of the Texas Farm Bureau Radio Network.